Welcome to Future Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. Good day, Rebecca. Hi, Danny. We have a very special guest in the house today. A big timer in town. You got like the key to the city right now. The Portland's funniest person, Stephen Wilbur. Doesn't open a damn thing. It doesn't. It's, just, it's a novelty key. It hardly fits in any lock. Isn't this supposed to be the city that works? Isn't what they claim? The one key, the key to the city, doesn't work. The city That's doesn't crazy. work. Yeah. Hmm. That's really big, though. Are you, was that a pretty big surprise for you? Or did you feel like you were a front runner going in? I did not feel like I was a front runner. <laughs> I felt like I got last place. <laughs> and then they announced my name, and I was like, "What did every?" I thought maybe everybody else got disqualified somehow. Yeah, you're waiting for the, the asterisk at the end. Yeah, you're like uh, Amy Miller. Nobody else she, passed. The she plagiarized test. her set. <laughs> No, that that was really a stacked lineup. It seems like it legitimately really, stacked for the yeah. finals. Um, I have a question for you. Did you? Is it was it three? It was three nights, right, to get through that competition, or was it? Uh, th- well, three for each. There was uh, there were like fourteen nights of preliminary rounds, but right? But for you, you had to do three sets to get through. Yeah, that. was it the same set three times in a row? I did, yes, the same set, except we got a little bit more time during the finals, so I added a couple more jokes. But yeah, that was a that was a big debate I was having with myself the whole time. Like, ah, do I do a, the same one? Because the the first during the the prelims, it went really well, and I was like, well, I should probably just do it again, right? <laughs> I I asked I asked everybody for advice on that. <laughs> Um, in case anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, it was a competition at Helium Comedy Club earlier in the year. Um, I made probably a mistake of deciding <laughs> to sign up for it as my, as like a way to get into stand up comedy. Oh. <laughs> so you're seeing All the right. tops, Steven, <laughs> and you know, pretty close to the other end, me, but that's okay. I, I there are, there that. are a lot of people who had yeah. that on their bucket list and yeah. Like, and Dan- felt it to be there. Dana, you did well. You were funny. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. You're here in my room on the on my podcast. You, this is probably not the most... <laughs> Very oh, nice microphones, though. Uh-huh. Well, so you could just buy... You're doing okay. <laughs> but you can't buy your way into an awesome comedy set. You know you what I mean? Buy an air conditioner, though. God, I need an air conditioner <laughs> well, so bad. I, I feel really bad, actually, that I've got you both inside today in my room. It's 6.30... It's like 90 degrees outside, gorgeous and hot as hell in my room. I apologize, but it's like the the podcast has to get recorded sometime, and it can't be in the middle of the night. It's got to be... I mean, I said 8 a.m., but... You think that'd be better, 8 a.m.? Yeah. Feels good. It's better. I mean, it definitely would feel better, for sure. How would the energy be? Well, I'm a morning person, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be better about it. I, I might about be y'all. maybe like more bitter. Maybe there actually could be some more dark humor or something going on because I would hate my life. That's true. <laughs> In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Having to really do anything. Are you a morning person? Yeah. 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 See? Yeah. So we could do it. What do you do for a day job? Um, I'm a uh, administrative assistant at a uh, bike share company. Oh, nice. Interesting. Is that pretty new or has that been going on for a while? It's been going on for a few years i haven't worked there that long but they don't do, they don't do any bike share in portland but oh they don't like everywhere else in the oh, country. but you're just based in portland yeah i think it's that everybody has bikes in portland oh, so there's true. no reason to... <laughs> yeah that's a good point 
<laughs> Wasn't there the kind of almost some controversy over the big bike share that they wanted to bring in? There was, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the problem was, but I know there was, was one. Like a yeah. lack of funding or something, or like the it was going to cost a lot more than they expected, or the city wasn't going to kick it in, or something like that. Uh, all uh, of the above. Mm, not sure. Yeah. I just remember there was there was opposition. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but I think that's a good point. A lot, most people that I think really honestly want to ride probably already have a bike. It's <laughs> yeah. there everywhere. <laughs> I'm still, my, mine's still on the sidelines. My broken pedal from over a year ago, <laughs> which is the, the weakest reason to not be riding. <laughs> I don't think you want to be riding. I think that's, you do what you want to <laughs> yeah. do, right? <laughs> like, like, I think that's a sign. You don't really want it that much. So you don't want to be out in this heat doing any sort of physical activity? <laughs> yeah, the ride home does. It's hot. It sucks. And it's kind of uphill coming back up here. But and yeah, if I take the streetcar home, it's a good 45 minutes to get back to my house, ride my bike. It's like 10. So, <laughs> oh. you know, whatever. It, it's, uh, I think it's worthwhile. So, uh, let's... <laughs> Let me take the reins here. <laughs> um, I'll allow it. When, uh, Dad, have you covered your experience doing the, the contest already? Not a little bit. I'm not like in length. I now, is this something you've been wanting to do for a while? Yeah, I have been wanting to do it for quite a while. And, uh, yeah. And you were like, I know. I'll pay $20 to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I have said this before, but I, I saw it as kind of like, um, like if you wanted to get into running and you're like, oh, I can't get myself to jog. So I'm just going to sign up for like a 5k and that is going on in a couple months. And that'll sort of get me to be forced to do it so, kind of, cause I can't just show up with no ability to run 5k. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so, did you go to open mics beforehand? Yeah, I did. Okay. So I followed through <laughs> on that. Although I didn't go to nearly as many as I wanted. I mean, it's so ridiculous now to even think of like, what it really takes to get good at it and just sheer time on stage versus what I decided to do before a big competition like this. I think I probably did like five, four or five open mics and then I did the competition. Um, yeah, you've been doing comedy for what, like three years, three Is years. It? Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of a disparity there. It's like, how long do you feel like it took for you to even feel like you were good at all um probably about five years (laughs) (laughs) what i'm shooting for (laughs) yeah because that's what everybody says right it would isn't it 10 what they say is the what it really takes yeah looking forward to that (laughs) yeah do you have do you have another seven years in you for stand-up you're gonna do it i i think so i mean 2014's been okay so far. If if 24 if 2015 goes south, then I'll probably have to reevaluate things. But this year's been okay. It's got to be a little bit interesting to go in and win a big competition like that fairly early on. I mean, I guess three years is is not insane, but it's like it's. I think Ian Carmel was three years in. Was he when he won? But he's, he's just a, he's a monster. So, yeah. 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 I unfortunately was a little bit late coming into Portland, so I didn't get to see much of him. Um, I've seen him, uh, probably twice, but it's like when he's in town and I think like right when I moved to town, I saw him do a show, but so I, I kind of feel 
I feel like I missed out on a little era of of uh, Ian Carmel and Ron Funches and all that. You sure did. You oh, sure did. Bitch. You're in the dark times <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <sighs> Is that what we're calling current? That's what we're calling current. <laughs> <laughs> if Steve Wilbur can win a Portland comedy competition, <laughs> times are things dire. aren't, yeah, blacksmiths are just, they don't have anvils anymore. They're just hitting <laughs> swords against chickens. Now it's just very dark type. We've forgotten what we learned. Yeah, we've gone back. Yeah. Well, that, that's probably a little harsh. I heard nothing but good things. Um, but it really was a stacked lineup, so it's got to feel it good. It was a really good lineup. Yeah. 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 So, um, are you doing like the, the touring thing and like, are you going to hit the road? And- um, I'm going to go to LA for like a week at the end of this month and do a couple shows, like try to ride this wave. <laughs> yeah. As much as I can. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. That man. Sounds That's awesome. like a dream, right? Head it's, down to LA and it's cool. I'm, I'm hoping it goes okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you grew up in Eastern Washington. You said Spokane, right? Yeah, I well, I went to school and I went to college at Eastern, and but before then, I grew up in Pomeroy, Washington, which is southeast sure Washington. It's very small. Is it? Is it by uh, um, WSU? Uh, it's like a. It's like an Pullman. hour south of Pullman. Yeah. Okay. So you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere a little bit. Yeah, it's cl- really close to the Idaho border, but yeah, it's pretty. Is it? Is it? Were you pretty liberal for that town? Um, I don't. I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't think I knew what politics were when I lived there. <laughs> well, if you didn't, didn't then... have a stance on anything, <laughs> I just you. If you didn't, then you have to now, right? It's like. Portland does that, I would think, to people. Yeah. Uh, I try not to <laughs> get really caught yeah. up in it, but it I doesn't. heard today just it's kind of funny. I was just laughing. Like there's this big controversy right now. Have you guys heard about this? About the tree that's gonna get cut down in uh like northeast twenty second area, like no, by a developer, and it's this big big thing. Like the girl was on uh the radio doing an interview and she was like, I get harassed at the lot when I go by, like, to inspect work and stuff. People are, like, freaking out. And, like, mobs of people have come over and started screaming at me and talking about how what a horrible person I am. And it's this it's this 70-year-old tree that's going to get 70? cut down. 70? Uh, yeah. Come on. That's it? Yeah. I was thinking it was going on like, a bicentennial yeah. by now. Yeah. Like, oh, is that's this? what I thought. <sighs> like, did Lewis and Clark plant this tree? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. 70? Yeah. I mean, it's in a way, don't you think it's a little bit, I mean, I don't know if narcissistic is the right word, but like, it's sort of all about you because in the whole scheme of things, that's like a, it's nothing, you know, 70 years is like, it's like a blink of an eye, but yet we're going to freak out about it, but only because we are here right now and it affects us. And I mean, by we, whoever is upset about it, Rebecca, you have a uh, opposite opinion. No, I, I just feel like Portlanders need something else to worry about. I, yeah. I don't know. Come on. That's a trick. Although, um, I don't know if you heard about a couple of years ago, um, Auburn has these big historic trees had Auburn, Washington. No, I'm sorry. Auburn University. Oh, oh, the other, the school came over and poisoned it. Yeah. University yeah. of Alabama after Auburn beat them, like for a SEC championship game or something, like one of the fans poisoned the trees, like hundred years pretty old. Messed up. But the whole thing. And well, then they had like candle. I think they had candlelight vigils for the trees. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, 
Plus, wait, is Auburn in Alabama? Yeah. You're ta- you're not talking about like the middle <laughs> the middle of San Francisco or something. Like these people really did get to them because it's Alabama and they're worried about a tree. Well, yeah. Well, I think they like uh they roll the trees like after every victory or something. It's a big school tradition. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but see that, you know, it's such a slap in the face to the opposing team. Like that's what would make me but mad the if whole I was there. Th- but people were like spitting mad. I mean, people were How upset about it. Spitting mad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I think he like used some sort of herbicide or something and just poured it in the soil and then called a radio talk show to brag about it. I was imagining like him just having this giant comic-sized <laughs> syringe <laughs> tiptoeing through the shadows. Going, but oh. no, yeah, herbicide. <laughs> I like yours better, though. It's more like he just like had dinner with the tree and it's like in his wine or something, you know? So. <laughs> Mm, that, do you <laughs> do you like the cocktail? <laughs> I made to, it especially for you, tree. To a long life of, oh. of uh, tree things. <laughs> That's pretty low, but at least there's some meaning behind that tree. Yes, yeah, sports rivalry. That would be. You're from the. You're from. She's from Atlanta. So yeah. you're big on SEC rivalries. Yeah, but I feel like you shouldn't be poisoning trees because of it. I don't oh know. yeah, no, I know. That's what I mean. Like it's pretty low to yeah. be doing that. All right, yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, should you be dancing around trees, celebrating like like hedonistic nymphs <laughs> because <laughs> of sports rivalry? Yes, I uh, fully right. endorse that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she'll fight you for that. Like hand to hand, but yeah. No, she's now you anti rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> You went to Georgia Tech, right? Mm-hmm. They're an SEC school or no? We are ACC. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So you're like but, right in the lion's den, but you're not in the really good conference. No offense. Uh, we're in the basketball conference. Um, and I'll have you know that Georgia Tech has won more uh, NCAA football or BCS championships than UGA. Wait, you're, uh, you're, really? He calls out your... <laughs> Your sports thing, and you're instantly getting defensive. It's college football, and I'm from the South. I mean, that's... It's a big thing. It is a big thing. You're like, well, who cares about poisoning trees? I'm saying I wouldn't wouldn't go so far as to poison a tree, but I will get defensive about it. Mm. (laughs) Fine lines here to navigate. Were you... So you you went to Eastern? Mm Mm-hmm. So they were actually really good at football for a while then. Did you get into that at all? I remember they won national title. (laughs) But they were, yes. Yeah. But it's like, it's, what does it, does it mean anything to win a national title in like D2? I don't even think it means anything in D1. No offense. But <laughs> it, it does. I'm waiting it's for their playoff. Tri- like I, I went to, um, Pomeroy High School and we were a B school. Mm. And like, Do you even that play was 11 a man deal. football? Huh? Does B schools even play 11 man football? Yeah. Yeah. We, oh. And, in Spokane, they've got the um, the state B basketball tournament. That's a big thing mm-hmm. that they do over there. And there's still, like, people get pumped over that, even though... So that's lower than just single A? That's B? Yeah. How many people are at this school? Um, I don't know how many. There were 40 people in my graduating Ooh, class. That is okay. small. Yeah, there's, like, 1,400 people in the city limits. <laughs> I'm surprised you can man a football team with 40. You assume only 20 well, more guys. Well, it's usually like the social studies teacher and the math teacher will coach the football team. It's yeah. Just, it's that sort yeah. of place. Well, I, I asked that because I grew up in Ellensburg 
and right next to that is a really small town called Kittitas. And I'm pretty sure they're a B, I th- maybe single A, but they just run seven on seven. They have like a seven on seven league, which actually sounds like really fun. You know, it's just, just receivers and it's like a whole different thing. You just throw, it's like arena football or something, <laughs> but they don't play 11 man football there. I remember there were some B teams that we played that were like two towns put mm-hmm. together, <laughs> like two small towns put together. It was like, Tico Oaksdale, like that was the team we always Their fought. Them. Forces powers combined, yeah, make one we make 12 mediocre kids. football team. <laughs> but even then, we would like play like some Walla Walla teams, yeah, that were still small school. There were like multiple schools in Walla Walla, but there were right. there were B schools there, yeah. Too, so hmm. Walla Walla, the biggest city I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Ellensburg, I did go back this weekend. For the, had the wedding. Mm-hmm. We played a lot of frisbee golf. Are you a frisbee golfer at all, Stephen? Uh, no, you, no, now, no. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to preface this: it's not disc golf with all the bag full of discs. That's to- that's, that's lame to me. This is like <laughs> using an old school frisbee, and then like we like made up a course on campus like 10 years ago there's like there's central washington university is in ellensburg mm-hmm. so we'd always go down there and this is when you were kids stuff and eventually we just like made this course out of <laughs> just you know like hit that tree and then all right then we're going to that bench and it's been this solid 18 hole course now so you don't <laughs> you don't have the like the basket thing no. with the chains no you don't <laughs> okay. no where we like it was so funny me and chris shout out chris he's he's a uh, we were so into it the whole time. It's like he's the guy that I used to do. I grew up, grew up with him. Uh, grew up down the street from me. We played a lot of we played frisbee golf way too much. But it's like we haven't done this for a good like I don't know four or five years. And it was funny just how into it we got going back this week for my sister's wedding. He was in town too, and we just ended up playing like five rounds of frisbee golf. And we it's like we fell in love with it. He's all like, "Oh man, you know, we need to find a course." It's a different thing than disc golf, though, but it's just, it's fun. It's pretty good, although people don't know what we're doing because people <laughs> don't play it. Like, like, disc golf is rare enough where you've got the little discs that fly super far and you're going for the baskets and stuff. I was in, um, there's probably some in Portland, but I was in Arcata, California, and there was a disc golf store. Mm-hmm. Mm, a store exclusively for disc golf and disc golf accessories. And I laughed really hard. <laughs> was it just packed full of beautiful women? And uh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a, a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Cover. Free hot dogs for uh, the kids. It was amazing. It was just an event. Wow. Plus it's in Arcata, California. It's a small town, right? It's, it's very like, small, yeah. <laughs> wonder how many discs they sell or... That's crazy. Maybe it's that's kind of a hippy dippy college town. Yeah, right. That's how well, they feel their tourism, though. Mm. People just come to Arcata for the disc golf store. For the disc golf sounds pretty great. It's sweeping the nation. It's probably right up there with the British Open and ratings. I'm sure. <laughs> Have you ever gone with anyone? Have you ever gone disc golfing at all? We've got like a whole backpack Again, full of discs. No, I think we did it in high school, but uh-huh. nothing to. Yeah. The proportions you're describing or like <laughs> disc golf. You didn't yeah. play five rounds in one weekend? No, I think we just 
threw a frisbee into a bucket. <laughs> Sounds <So>. awesome. I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> saw how long it took. <laughs> What's funny is that we have like course records. We keep score. We know all the pars for each course <laughs> or each hole. You know, so who are you to determine that though? That's true. The that, the, the, go- is, the yeah. disc gods really. I didn't. Uh, I don't think I realized that your course was quite as homemade as it was. You and Shemin have been talking about it for a long time now, but I never quite realized it was... Uh, you thought it was a regulation. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed uh, about it was Danny being the of our imagination. course record holder, but now... I don't know. Now it's not as serious it to you? It seems less real. I'm sorry. <sighs> you Just do. because there's not some governing body does not mean that this is not a legitimate record. It just seems a little arbitrary is all. I'll admit that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you do the ultimate frisbee? I would love to, but I haven't. No. Oh. Have you? Uh, not in any official <clears throat> yeah. capacity, but in in my college time. I feel like everybody that went to college had to. Yeah. I did a Pretty little rec. bit in college, yeah. but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It wasn't as big. For some reason, when I moved here, like for the first maybe three or four months, I had like twice a week people asking me about like to join an ultimate frisbee team for some reason i don't i don't know you've I just... got a you've got a real ultimate frisbee frame yeah there's a classic shape yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh mm. i didn't realize mm. it was really weird I know that. Mm. you're pretty tall i wonder if it's just the height thing you can pivot because there's a lot of pivoting and you've you got the wingspan no i'm the clumsiest person in the world well they can't tell that just they like, from should class, but... i was like at a bar and like walked into a table and they're like oh are you an ultimate well, frisbee you could team? just be wasted <laughs> No, <laughs> for all they know, nope. you're just drunk, completely sober. <laughs> I do that too. Actually, I'm really bad at like bumping into the a chair that's sticking just a little ways out. Especially if I had like <laughs> one and a half beers, like it flips a switch and I'm gonna run into it. <laughs> it's actually really embarrassing. I gave a little speech at my sister's wedding on Saturday, and it actually went really well. It was fine, but then I and I wasn't drunk. I don't know how because we'd really been drinking all day, but. Then I walked off and immediately like crashed into this chair. <laughs> and it wasn't like really obvious except for the people right around me, but I'm kind of like, you know, just, ugh. And I'm kind of like looking around and you tell some people like, oh, geez, I don't know how drunk he is. You know, he, he, he masked it well, but he's That drunk. sounds like you were drunk. Little, yeah. You were <laughs> drinking all day. Yes. Yeah. All day. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I mean, I was drinking all day, so I don't know how I was, yeah, but then I crashed into furniture. <laughs> Yes, so that was a little embarrassing. I'm terrible at that, but the speech actually went okay, and they sprung it on me like 10 seconds before. Really? Yeah, because my sister was the maid of honor. She was supposed to give a speech, and then she just chickened out completely. (laughs) She said, no, I can't do it. And then nobody on his side of the family at all wanted to speak. He, the best man, chickened out. And so they were like, (laughs) somebody needs to speak. And Amber's like, my sister is like, please say something. You know, I'm like... (laughs) Fuck. Seriously? <laughs> and 10 seconds later, they're like, here's her brother, Danny. What's <laughs> the best man supposed to... Sp- well, I mean, they, yeah. usually the best man does speak. Yeah. Yeah. This was, so- How planned ahead was this wedding? <laughs> well, wait, but I wasn't the best man. No, I know. But like but- the, the fact that... Like the best man speech is like a staple of weddings. Yeah. And the fact that he chickened <laughs> out. Yeah. Um he had made it sound like he was going to speak earlier in the day. And then when it came time to do it, 
he just like there's nowhere to be found. That could be the situation where he writes something that's really incriminating and really embarrassing for the groom yeah. and thinks it's going to be hilarious and everybody's yeah. going to lift him <laughs> up on their shoulders. But then at the last minute, he's like, "Oh, this is." This Someone will else probably ruin his marriage. Yeah. Really yeah. Somebody then, else maybe reads his notes. They're like, you "No, can't see you any can't." Of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all. That's also speaking of stand-up comedy. It seems like that's when the the amateur comics come out. You know, like you, you, I'm sure most people have been there where someone really tries to be funny, and it's harder than it looks to be funny. Stephen <laughs> Stephen has been able to perfect it, but everyone else, really, uh, oh god. <laughs> It's pretty rough. Yeah, my dad went. My dad is so funny because he goes on forever. And his speech was way too long, but he's funny because he kind of keeps keeps it going. Like, like that's his shtick. You know, like people were like cheering every time he would sort of move on to the next topic or something, and then like groan every time he goes back to it. But yeah, he uh, he was pretty funny. But yeah, it was a pretty good time. Weird night though. There was like thunder lightning there's a huge forest fire outside of town you could see from the venue where we were it's kind of like bad almond yeah those kind of seem like harbingers that maybe that shouldn't have been happening but and they almost dropped this they did like the (laughs) sand thing where you pour the two things of sand together whatever and and the like (laughs) colored sand in a coke bottle (laughs) a clear bottle but but colored sand yeah it was like dark. It was like dark sand and light <laughs> sand, and it mixes together. That's like a wedding thing. I, apparently, I've never seen it either. What? Yeah, <laughs> I'd right. never seen it in person. Right. I I kind of had heard about it. Then the then the guy that was running the show almost dropped the dropped all the sand, <laughs> which would have been sort of symbolic. <laughs> and he it was like it slipped out of his hand. He's like and caught it before it hit the ground. It was like man. It's like, if, if that had dropped too, it's like, how many signs do you need? It's like lightning's ha- happening, forest fire, rain. It's like a natural disaster right Best there. Man chickened out of his Best speech. Man's gone. Uh, yeah, uh, maid of honor is, is hiding. Danny's stripping off the stage. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> drinking. It's like, oh God. I did end a nice streak that I had going though of getting super trashed and sort of making an ass of myself at weddings. So now that streak is over. Oh, that's too bad. How many did you have? What were you up to? Two. It's the <laughs> minimum for a streak, but um, solid two. <laughs> so, still two out of three weddings. Yeah, you're that's... an oaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a little more work to do. I think yeah. to get back on the winning side. So, despite the fact that we were drinking most of the day, if not all day, so it sounds like all weekend. It was a lot of drinking. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we we did a lot of scheming. My dad's weed store is about to open. <laughs> <laughs> He's opening a weed store in Ellensburg. All right. That's we exciting. Can talk about this. Wait, when's the, when's the big day? It's like the 22nd or something. It's coming up. Yeah. Is that weird? You weirded out by that too, Stephen, that you're going to be able to, that you can legally buy weed in Washington? Um, you think it's great? What? Yeah, no I think it's weird, like, that now it's something that you can just, like, say is on your agenda for the day. <laughs> or you, it's weird that... Eggs, milk, weed. Weed. Yeah. Oh, I gotta pop just by gotta... the weed store and get some weed. Honey, what <laughs> uh, what did you say you needed? Some, uh, some black uh, mamba or what? What was that? <laughs> Gift certificates. <laughs> 
that's gonna be fun. Like they're gonna, oh, that's people true. are gonna be Ooh. giving gift certificates to the pot store. And yeah, that's, that's man. Weird. I've got Christmas covered. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, they're they're also gonna have all these weird products too. You know, like all these edibles and infused products, like drinks, candy type stuff. It's just gonna be strange. And they, they'll probably be like, they'll start getting licensing. So there'll be like, like Tommy Chong brand Maui Wowie, like sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, sure. Like, it's strange. I, you know, I'm pretty liberal on this general idea, but it's weird. My dad got a few beers in him and he's just like, he's, he wants to be like a drug kingpin. He really does. Is he doing it because he's, That's, he's a big fan? Or because no. he thinks he sees dollar signs. No, yeah, it's the dollar signs. And I shouldn't say that. He doesn't want to be a kingpin. It's just, it's so funny. He just is totally turned a corner and it's, it, he's fine with it. It's like, I'm just going to make this the most well-oiled machine of a business I can do, I can make, you know, and I'm, I'm going to do this right and like really make some money. And <laughs> it's like, wow, you know, a couple of years ago, if I'd been like, dad, you know, if my, if a bag had fallen out of my pants, you know, he'd be like, what the fuck is this? You know, and now it's like, oh, what the fuck is this? Uh, this is, uh, some purple kush. This is some good. Sh- this is a hybrid. And he'll know all about it. It's going to be weird for him to sell though, I think. Cause I don't really don't think he's, is he going to be working in the store? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it'll get you nice. It's like reading from the card body high. It's uh, cerebral, creative. Well, you said he's been studying up. I bet. I'm like, he'll have he'll have rehearsed that, right? He'll know. What's he uh, calling it? It is called Ellensburg Apothecary. Uh, all right. It's kind of wordy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's better than. Um, there's this place. I'm all for like punny names. Yeah. I'm all for it. If you're as like oh, a weed dispensary, hey, mm-hmm. great, you have fun. <laughs> joint venture, you know, call it that. Like I'm, I'm great. Um, but there's one on Belmont and 39th called Herb Stomp. Wow, yeah, that's not a good one. <laughs> that's not a fun no. pun. That just no. Like, no, it's not. Actually, it's not. It's, it's really no. You're just like, wait, oh, 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 shit. Oh, herbs. Oh, that's cool. Like herbs. So, oh, it's a nice visual. No, that's not yeah. a, like that movie. Yeah. And, and that's what, then yeah. you think about American History X, and then you think about Nazis. It's not good. It's Herb not, stomp. You want to be put in a good mood if you're going to be going into a weed store. You want like good vibes. It's the opposite of what you want. Ugh, that sounds awful. Herb stomp. See, that's the kind of thing. There's a lot of names and stuff that I always wonder, like, all right, there was like a brainstorming session, and I can't believe that's the name that came out of it. You know, that's what they decided on, really? Uh, so my mom um, does, like, marketing for biotech companies, and so there's something that was, like, a cervical, like, detection, like, cervical cancer detection thing, and, like, it uses light or whatever. Um uh, and so my mom, uh, sponsored a brainstorming session with my friends, which mm-hmm. was just awful, uh, an awful idea. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'll just bring a case of beer and like some food or whatever and just feed them. And we'll say, and my friends, <laughs> one that he came up with, um, <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> uh, 
that he said in front of he my mother. Want, Jesus involved. wanted all yeah. the hip kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what no, are you kids? It's mostly dudes. Um, but <laughs> the one that he came up with, which uh, was our favorite by far, was cervix a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my mom took that back to the company and told them, and that was like apparently the working title that they used, like in the. In, like, <laughs> well, in they the were talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I, pro- <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Baby got early detection. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good tagline. They didn't go with it for some reason when they, oh, you know, weird. like for FDA approval, <laughs> oddly. Huh. That's hilarious. Although before it was called uh, Light Touch, mm. which is super creepy. Yeah. If you're, that's not light like a connotation touch. that you want when you're being like, you know, tested for cervical cancer. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, they just went with Ellensburg Apothecary. Um, they did get a pretty sweet sign, but it had a big, big weed, uh, uh, what, the leaf. Then they had to take that out. Really? Apparently they don't allow that. Oh, 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 um, Ellensburg Apothecary, and you could do it like in like blue or something, but then P-O-T in Apothecary in green. I like it. Ooh. I like it. I so like just it. make it in caps or something. Just mm-hmm. to, you like know, bold. apothecary. <laughs> a pot he carries. <laughs> this guy carries soon, yeah. Trust me, old man Hendrix. <laughs> I know. My, so we were just, like, the whole night, the big running gag was that, like, anytime he would say anything, it would just, it's like he was the Don, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, he's, like, in this gruff voice, and all of a sudden he has an accent. It's, like, it's funny, but... But that's like a that's like a liquor baron like waiting to get into the business right when prohibition ends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make something of myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a rum runner. We're gonna, have, I'm gonna open up this speakeasy. Just I don't right when they the fix it in did. the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be weird, uh, you know. Like he's gonna end up being the owner of one of the first twenty five legal marijuana stores in the country that's pretty cool i mean do you think his interesting you think his name is going to go in the history books i think we're going to talk about him in history classes soon (laughs) Uh, do you remember the 25th person on the moon i don't think we've had one yeah Mm. actually that's a good point yeah that's probably good (laughs) (laughs) 25th person in space (laughs) if don't know if there was though i would have no goddamn idea (laughs) It is kind of weird. We just stopped going to the moon. Just, yeah. We're not well, interested anymore. Been there, done that. There's nothing there. Is, this, is that it? I, I There's mean... No more to, nothing more to find out. You're a scientist. We can't... <laughs> oh, I speak for all brains. of us? We didn't really burrow down into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they just sent... Uh, well, not us, but they sent like a probe to go around and like sample the atmosphere or something a couple months yeah. ago, didn't they? I don't know. You listened to Star Talk. <laughs> uh, not very much of it yet. Okay. I did get into it again today, but it's pretty good. But yeah, we haven't gone back since like what in like the seventies, and I think I remember. Well, maybe we did something in the atmosphere, but I don't think a man's landing. No landing, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure either Russia or China is sending one up soon. I feel like Russia, China's been doing that for like twenty years. (laughs) Yeah, probably like vastly surpassed us, (laughs) and they just haven't told us. It's like we think we're in the in the free uh they've got a city <laughs> under the moon yeah. right and they're just not telling they're like they can't figure out anything over there and secretly they're totally dominating they've already terraformed everything. and it's good well no mars is the next target yeah which 
I mean, <laughs> Target. That's the next Target. We'll bring it down. That's the next stuff. place we'll pillage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what are we trying to do with Mars? Is it the same? Get there. Yeah, get a man on on Mars mm-hmm. or, or a woman. woman. Sorry, come on. I'm talking about mankind. You know, is that offensive? Get a person, to hear mankind? a human. <laughs> yes, thank you. Or a merman. Ooh, get a merman on Mars. <laughs> Do you ever watch those really shitty Disney movies back in the day? Yep, the merman one. Don't. Oh no. Anyway. Oh, what? he was on swim team, wasn't he? And then, like, when he hit puberty, he, like, started turning into a merman. Oh, you mean the, like, the DCOMs, the Disney Channel original yeah. movies? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, Johnny Tsunami and... Mm-hmm. Brink. Brink. Remember that one? Brink's still the best. Smart House. <laughs> I saw that one. I saw it's one about one. a smart house. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> smart in what way? Well, it was, a like, a fully automated AI yeah. house right. voiced by Peg Bundy. Yep. Whoa. And then, but then... It got very uh, she a little too motherly. Yeah, and she got a little overbearing. Jealous. Oh, I think. Like, I, oh, what a great premise. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. It was cool. Like there would be like there was a wall that could turn into like any backdrop. Like it'd be yeah. a beach setting or, or the. I just remember like the floor. Anything you spilled on it should just like vacuum up or something automatically. Smart house. Mm-hmm. Smart house, man. <laughs> Why would you buy anything else? Man, that's crazy. Um. So I, one of the hardest things getting back to you and comedy, the, like the hardest things that I found was just like the writing process. Like, did you like sit in your room and go through your sets or would you just be like, no, nah, I'm just going to write and then just try this out at an open mic. Um, oh, the, the first few times I would, I, I write it out and then I would go for walks rehearsing it, um, not so much. I, I, if I'm like writing something that's particularly wordy, I'll like spend some time rehearsing it. Yeah. But that's, that's, there's other, like Shane Torres, he like totally, uh, figures the stuff out on stage. He like does bullet points and then figures out what he's going to say when he's on stage and refines it that way. I'm usually, I try it out internally first and then <laughs> yeah do it on stage and then like tweak it a little bit after that yeah yeah it's a, it's interesting i think it's again just time on stage because i felt like i'd get way too in my own head reading what i had like a lot and it's like it seems like you've got it in there and you know how it's going to come out and then when you go to speak it it's like it just doesn't work the same way i don't know i felt like that was really hard to translate that into what you sort of hear in your sort of inner monologue to actually saying it. But that's just probably stage time, I guess. I yeah. Did, do it. One thing, like if I write something and then my brain like instantly like recites it in like another person's voice, like, or you know, like another cadence of like, I'm like, Oh, that's probably not, that's probably not hmm. what I should do. Yeah. So, like if you were like, you're gonna have to like mimic that then if you like if you if you were writing something and in your head you were thinking about how jerry seinfeld would say it maybe take it back (laughs) (laughs) leave jerry alone yeah he's got his own worries but try like keep how you talk how your natural public speaking presence is like right in that voice yeah i guess I gotta get back up and try it again. I haven't done it since the competition. And, 
who did I see? I, well, I saw TJ Miller recently, but I saw somebody else that really kind of, I always get inspired. I was sort of like forget about stuff. It's just in the back of my head and don't think about it a lot. And then I, you see somebody do it really well and you get inspired to do it. I forget who it was I saw do stand up though. It might have been Robert Schimmel. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's, um, it's interesting. It's definitely, there's no, sh- there are no shortcuts in that. <laughs> I don't know why I thought there potentially could be. It's not like I thought I was going to be Louis C.K. after five open mics, but. Right. Even there was still this sort of a little bit of a, uh, um, naive feeling about it. Like, oh, maybe it'll kind of come ridiculously easily to me compared to other people. Maybe you're like, natural. Maybe. I was like, mm, uh, no, you got to just put the the reps in. Did you have yeah. fun doing it? Yeah, I did. It was yeah. fun. I, I liked it uh, when it went even reasonably well. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So, you know, interesting though. So, should we do Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Fine, I guess. Rebecca's Everybody really out on the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> right now. She's still hurt about Face Off being a 91. Yeah, I am. I just think nice. it's flawed, but... Did you see Face Off? I did. Um, but I don't really remember a whole lot of it. I remember, like, not really understanding... It's on Netflix. It... Instant watch this oh, month. I... So, <sighs> you know, relive that magic. I don't know if you've ever seen Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know if you've ever played the Wicker Man drinking game. No. Okay. So we did that and then watched Face Off. So I don't really remember a whole lot of Face Off. I just oh. remember not liking it. So Didn't maybe I like need to it? rewatch it. That's not how plastic surgery works. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's more than just plastic surgery. They were augment, there were lasers involved and oh, okay. augmenting oh, okay. of muscles. I clearly they, missed some of the like nuances that really make the movie. They covered all their bases, science scientifically <laughs> speaking. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure. It's just, yeah. They did a whole episode of MythBusters on it. Did where they, they actually, <laughs> actually swapped Adam and Jamie's face, and it worked out. Worked perfect. All right. Well. Yeah, it was because the episode before was actually them switched, and then they were like, see, last episode you guys couldn't even tell, and it was shocking. All right. I won an Emmy. I'm surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know. I'm kind of out on pop culture, I guess. Mm, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Even their wives were fooled. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Even though they're like different body shapes and different heights and everything. And yeah, different memories, different people. <laughs> um, We watched... Um, well, I watched Dumb and Dumber last night. Rebecca did as well. And I thought bad. It just reminded me of how great I think, uh, what's his name is, uh, Jim Carrey. And how do- great. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> because I'm so overcome That's with how great he is. I didn't even think about his name. He's, he's the best. At least he was. I don't know if he's still got it. We'll find out because Dumb and Dumber 2 is coming out mm-hmm. soon. And so, first up is Dumb and Dumber. What do you guys think? Zero to a hundred. That's uh, tricky. The, the regular critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Steven, you got any thoughts? Well, it's critic score, but it's sort of a pre-internet time. <laughs> um, more of a cult. I'm going to say... Hold on one second. Make sure we all have our scores. Rebecca, you got yours? I am, man. Uh, 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 okay, I got mine. All right. 
because I don't want to be influenced by yours because I think you're a good. I'm guessing you that you're a smart movie guy. I don't want to be influenced no, by your no, guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. Bet we'll find $1. out. That's a, you're one dollar. <laughs> okay, wrong, wrong format <laughs> completely. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see who's at the showcase showdown. <laughs> oh. Feisty. So, what do you got? You got a score? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's hear it. Eighty-one. Ooh, eighty-one. I'm mm, way kind of optimistic. Rebecca, fifty-four. Fifty. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm kind of more there with Rebecca. I don't know why. I said 49. Mm. Because, what'd you say again? 81. Because it was the first, it was like, there was a lot of lowbrow comedies after it, but it was a resurgence of it. So it was like a refreshing lowbrow comedy that came in a time when there yeah, it wasn't so much anymore. I know, like, did well. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a cult classic. I mean, it has to be considered a cult classic. It's even though you hadn't seen it, right? No, it's world renowned. It's yeah. probably in the uh, the Smithsonian. They probably keep it for historical significance. I bet it's probably in the Library of Congress. That's what I meant, <laughs> meant to say. That's what I know. He meant to say. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> it's in that town way out there. That's the capital. I don't know. It's like north of here or something. But all right, let's find out. From 1994, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, they changed their format. What is going on? Uh. Sixty-four. Oh, mm. yeah, we're road. I don't know. That's okay. not terrible. No, we're kind of right in the middle, though. Yeah. All right, Bruce Almighty. Mm. Seen it, Rebecca? Uh, I think I did. Probably. Yeah. Wasn't there a second one? Didn't they make Evan a sequel? Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. Now that one's oh. probably not as no. I didn't hear good things about Evan Almighty. I'll be uh, I think I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I mean, we all saw it. <laughs> um, Bruce Almighty. All right, I got mine. It's pretty funny. Jen- Jennifer Aniston. Uh, uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. As God. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. He's good. You know, he's he a is. talent. Yeah. He's an American treasure. I just got that voice. There was the internet during this one. I'm going to have to post a clip maybe of him doing stand-up. He does some amazing stand-up mm-hmm. in the 90s. Oh, Jim Carrey? Yeah. Sorry, he switched from Morgan. I was thinking of Morgan Freeman doing stand-up. <laughs> and I got really excited. <laughs> What's the oh. deal? <laughs> Airplane food. <laughs> I, I'm going to say 67. There. Okay. I was going to say 70. We're, we're along the same lines. 78. Steven, 67. Rebecca, 78. Mm-hmm. What did I say? 70? Mm-hmm. Let's find out from 2003. <laughs> Something's going on with this website right now. 48. Ooh. Oh. Overly optimistic. Mm. I mean, it's not... These type of movies are hard. They're legitimately hard because it's like, what... Is this going to be an Oscar-winning movie? No. But is it doing its job? Yes. Well, yeah. I'm thinking because it, it was doing something a little. It was 
an interesting spin on a premise. Like it, a magical yeah. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that's kind of probably the first time a lot of people saw Steve Carell. I bet. Um, as the mm-hmm. newscaster. Yeah, that's true. I think he was on and the that, Daily Show. Don't tell him short. Well, I know. I mean, well, this is 2003, so it was, right. you know, it was probably around the time he was starting there anyway, I bet. Yeah. You think so? I, he was, I think he might have been. Was that all the way back in the 90s? When he was I think on? he might have been from the beginning, mm-hmm. at least, or at least like I think, when Colbert Yeah, started, he was on he Colbert, was, yeah, or with Colbert. Yeah. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. I'm open yeah. to that possibility. <laughs> But he was that scene was so funny. He was so good. I know. I was thinking of that scene actually when I made my what sketch guess. group was Steve Carell in? Um, with with Colbert, right? He was yeah. on the um, Dana Carvey show. I know that that's the Dana Carvey sketch comedy show. Mm. Hmm. There's a great great sketch with him and I think Colbert where they're waiters that are disgusted by food. <laughs> you ever seen this? Mm-mm. No. Oh man, it's so good. You know, it's just <laughs> such a clean premise, you know? Waiters that are disgusted by food. So it's like the person's asking these questions about the menu and stuff and they're just like Steve Carell in the background is just like starting to gag <laughs> and like they're like getting like uncomfortable and it's just like it gets more and more because they have to go through the specials you know and they're like <laughs> nauseated just having to say it it's really it's really really funny uh, next up 1997 of course Jim Carrey and Mara Tierney don't know oh, if she's done anything liar, else liar really liar mm-hmm. liar she was on um News radio. Oh yeah, she was. I never saw news radio. ER. Oh, news radio. You, you, you treat yourself. <laughs> Do watch it. some news radio. <laughs> Fun show. You won't be disappointed. I loved the shit out of this movie, but I'm not afraid to say it. I also had to think about Liar Liar when I was thinking about Bruce Almighty because I thought Liar Liar did better than Bruce Almighty. And they're both kind of that same. And I think they're directed by the same guy. But oh, really? Jim Carrey has some magical thing happen to him and the wacky <laughs> misadventures. <laughs> Let it begin. It seems to be a theme with Jim Carrey movies, right? The mask. mask. Yeah. Oh, The Mask. It's not on the list today. What, what the hell? <laughs> There's still time. Let's switch it up. Liar, liar. I thought it was really well done. I don't know. It's funny. I remember the uh, like the director's cut and the bloopers are really funny for this movie. I got mine. I got mine. All right, Rebecca. Forty-eight. Whoa, forty-eight. Sorry, liar, liar. I didn't man. think it was. It had good critical reception. Maybe. Wow. Hmm? Steven? Let's say seventy-one. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I said seventy-one. We like guessed right on top of each other the last couple of times. Just on the same wavelength. And I think we're right. 81. Oh, Holy crap. People loved it. <laughs> Apparently. Huh. Rebecca, 73 is your score. Mm-hmm. Steven, 46. Danny, 47. Whoa. This is a tight that race. That is close. First place goes to Steven right now. We've got two left. Steven's been putting a lot of thought into these. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's not, that hasn't been helping though. (laughs) You're in first place. Uh, I think this is a great, great movie, The Truman Show. Mm. Really good. I've been to that, um, we used to vacation down there where it was filmed, Seaside of Florida. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was filmed on a TV set. <laughs> the big dome. You can see it from space. <laughs> the, the lot, uh, Warner yeah. Brothers or yeah, something. Yeah, it's big family destination. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? I think this is a... I mean, it's clearly, with the maybe the exception of the last movie on this list, the most like intellectual and actual serious movie on the list, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was nominated for Best Picture. Same year that Babe was. <laughs> That's a good year. Ninety-eight. Uh, right. Laura Linney, Jim Carrey. Good job. All right, definitely man. better than Babe. Hands down. But what catchphrases from Truman Show do you know? In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Of course. <laughs> um. Uh, that's it. Uh, well, I've only got one from I Babe, so. just like, do something. And he's like, and the sailboat. Who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, and it felt so good when he finally gets out of that dome. I'm going to watch it right now. I don't remember Spoiler. this Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Come on. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I got mine. Know. Yeah. Okay, I got mine. I'm going to say... 82. Steven? 88. Ooh. Rebecca? 87. We are in agreement. <laughs> it's 94. Ooh. Ooh. Good movie. It's a good one. God, yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm just really happy that it got higher than Face Off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. But. <laughs> here's... Face Off achieves what Face Off set out to do. I didn't feel like <laughs> it was you got to you got to give big ups to a movie that achieves what it's <laughs> just a escapist popcorn action. That flick. is true. Not that unlike true. Mighty Ducks. It's certainly not a movie you're supposed <laughs> to watch after Wicker Man. <laughs> I mean, it's two like Nicolas Cage being crazy movies, right? Also, I think it was like the only other Nick Cage movie we could find on Netflix. That, that seems unlikely. No, okay. No, no, no that's right. That's right. <laughs> so no. I feel like I watch another one later that week. Anyway. Did you ever watch the one know. where he can see like eight seconds into the future? <laughs> no, no. But I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Oh, so uh, funny. I don't know. I like him. I got into it. Whatever. You haven't seen Wicker Man, right? No. You need to watch that. If anything, just watch. There's a YouTube video mm-hmm. of the best moments of Wicker Man. But see, yeah. I saw that first, and then I was like, well, I have to f- watch this movie now. Because I just want to know Did the context of it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cause I, I, maybe it's the same video, but it's I saw a video where it's all just the best Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage freakout moments. And it's mostly Wicker Man. It's, <laughs> it's just him screaming yeah. and yelling and like punching people and freaking <laughs> yeah. out. And it's awesome. Because it's like... I just like could not figure out a scenario in my head where exactly. like, it made sense what was happening. That's why I had to go watch the movie. <laughs> there's one I couldn't. I have to go back and look up. There's one movie in particular. I was like, I need to see this movie. Was it the? Was it when he was like going through the alphabet or something? There's one. It's is that like number twenty three or something? Oh, I saw that Carey. one. That's Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, no, he was like it's like one of his first roles, and he's a vampire, or like gets turned. He gets bitten by. A oh, bat. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, wait. Nicolas Cage? Mm-hmm. He's real young on it. There's also a Jim Carrey movie where he gets turned into a vampire. Hmm. Huh. At a very young age. 
<laughs> Maybe. No, it's Nicolas Cage because I saw it on that reel of like craziest Nicolas Cage movies. Hmm. He That's knows good. how to get crazy. That's just for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one. Great movie. Ace Ventura 2. Ace Ventura 2. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I've not seen this one. You have seen one? Um, I don't think I have. For some reason, I feel like my mom wouldn't let me see it when it came out. Mm. I don't think I've seen it either. Have you seen two, Stephen? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> yeah, well. Now, I can't think. I want to say, like, it did critically better than Ace Ventura one. 1. You think so? Maybe I'm wrong. It it certainly shook things up. It wasn't just a carbon copy of the first one because it, it took him to Africa. And... <laughs> I honestly like it better, I think. I really loved that movie so much. But how old were you I when you saw it? I also have that sense of humor. <laughs> I have a poster of the naked gun in my bathroom. <laughs> But when he's in that rhino, and <laughs> <laughs> you have to see this, Rebecca. <laughs> Apparently, I always got a kick out of when he's at like the projector room and he starts like making little hand puppets on everything. <laughs> I just, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> that was so. Funny. We're gonna give away all the jokes. It's not gonna be funny when that's I watch not, it. No, that's not true. <laughs> There's so many projector scenes in that movie you won't even see. <laughs> Which is one this the one, one you know? talking about? Does this whole movie take place in a theater? What? Is... Um, yeah, really great movie, super funny. Um, twenty two. Twenty two. I said forty two. Rebecca? Well, after not having seen it, but just your reactions, I was going to give it a 45. Mm. Cheater. Why? I have to have something to base it off of. Well, not your numbers. <laughs> How much you both love the movie. Mm. Okay, this is from 1995. 33. Mm. Mm. You know what? They don't know what the hell they're talking about. That's <laughs> what I say. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> All right. Close race. Rebecca trailing a little bit, but respectable. 92. I'm getting better. Danny, myself, coming in second here. Close. 68. Steven pulling it out with 63. Oh, so it's lowest score. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cumulative how far off you were. Wow, that wasn't really a close race at all for you. (laughs) Oh, no. No, but it's it's closer than it has been. I think I lost by like, I don't know. I think I had 150 or something. I was going to say, you've been well over 100 before. Yeah. I think this might be my first time in double digits. So, wow, I'm that's so better. sad. You know, no, that's amazing. It's <laughs> uh, how you look. I'm just at it. like that's wildly right. optimistic about everything. Yeah. Well, you're getting better. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't ban it, even though they got face off wrong. I'm not banning it. I'm just gonna complain about that every single time. That's okay. <laughs> It'll mm. be a fun callback every episode. <laughs> face oh. off sucks. <laughs> Danny's not gonna let me come back anymore. <laughs> Well, Face Off might have sucked. You know what doesn't suck, though? Audible, baby. Oh, Audible. <laughs> Get yourself a free audiobook. Free two-week trial. Audio shit. AudibleTrial.com slash quickly. Mm, I've gotten that right 
for quite a few. Oh, I thought that that was their slogan. Audible.com. <laughs> Audio shit. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's all one word. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's a great service. You, you can get, you can legitimately get a free audiobook and a free two week trial for doing nothing other than checking out the page. So, from what I understand, they also have uh, stand up comedy recordings as well as audiobooks. It's oh. funny you should bring that up because they absolutely do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the perfect thing to listen to on an audiobook. Although I do like to see stand up, but you don't, you don't have to. You definitely listen to an album. Just curl up on a, cold winter's morn or just blare it in your radio on a hot summer's night summer's (laughs) summer's eve maybe with a cool drink in your hand and earbuds in what's better than that and it's free i mentioned it's free so yeah audible com slash huge quickly um thank you so much for coming on man it's been a real pleasure and uh you know it's uh it's just i'm excited to see where your career goes now that you made this huge milestone and me too. Killed, <laughs> just killed, killed the Portland comedy scene all in one, one fell swoop. Chopped its head off. Yeah, now it's a rotting corpse. Yeah, and Oozing I was just with running. maggots. Yeah. So, so twenty fifteen is gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope the best for your father and his uh, business venture. His business venture. I, I want to know more. Like, I think did the law pass that he was like. Ka-ching, or did he start <laughs> dabbling with? He doesn't smoke pot. No, he does not. We'll, we'll, we can talk offline if you want. Is he retired? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can see Stephen, by the way, at Hollywood Theater this Friday for um, Funny Over Everything, host by Shane Torres, and who else hosts that? Um, Sean Jordan's going to be on it as well as. Um, um, Oh no, uh, Barbara Gray and uh and now I'm blanking on this okay. name. Dave. He's nervous. It's a big time I'm podcast fair- yeah. event <laughs> right now. So I don't blame you one bit. But I feel really bad right now because I'm blanking. It's on a, it's also really hot in my room. I'll bet it's you're true. overheating. It's there's definitely some dehydration it's going on. It's unsafe the conditions that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, so that's this Friday, uh, 9 o'clock at Hollywood Theater. Sounds like a good show. Good yeah, for up. sure. It's going to be mm-hmm. the yep. dopest. Dave Ross. Dave uh, Dave Ross. Don't Very be, funny Don't be guy. too offended, Dave. It's like 98 degrees in here. He's not <laughs> listening, but. <laughs> oh, I know Dave. He's in, a, he's in on the show. If you know Dave, why didn't you help me when I was I don't like to step air. on my guest toes. That's that's rule number one. Sink or swim. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess I should remember to leave them leave them happy and liking you as a host. So I guess I broke that rule. Yeah. Damn it. Mm, so close. Well, thank you so much for listening, telling a friend, and all that stuff. And, and uh, uh, wait, ranking on iTunes. Oh yeah. Right. Thanks, mm-hmm. Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an iTunes review. That'd be great. Love seeing that. So like a good one. Do a good one. Well, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't give us a two. That would. Why would you do that? Yeah, we're nice people. That'd be hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody.